Hello, gals and guys. It's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on transitions. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of Your Motivational High Five. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, really, it's designed to be short and to the point, something that you can really take away. There's not a ton of huge, big concepts to dwell on, but something, just something, that hopefully you can glean from to help today be better, or this week, or how you approach life. And often we invite other guest voices on to get a different perspective. And sometimes the guest voices are people that I already know, or sometimes they're people who reach out to me via email. And if you want to do that, email me at phil at thestoryshop.tv. Our guest voice today is Aaron Herschler, who reached out to me via email, and, and we share a common love of composing. And a little bit about Aaron is she's a young composer and songwriter whose enthusiastic music has been performed at the Sheldon Concert Hall in the St. Louis Zoo. She's had the pleasure of sharing her music with St. Louis Symphony musicians, as well as Vox Nova, the Missouri Contemporary Ballet, and soloists and ensembles at the University of Missouri. In addition to writing music, Erin enjoys meditation, yoga, running, and spending time with her family. Here she is. My name is Erin Herschler, and I'm a composer and songwriter based in the Midwest. I'm currently navigating a life transition from college to life after college. I found that neuroplasticity and a positive mindset are really important in helping us transition between chapters of our lives. This spring, in a period of just a few weeks, I went from being an involved student living on campus to deferring my graduate school admission due to breaking my foot in a rock climbing accident and moving back home. Suddenly, I had no classes, no job, few friends in my hometown, and I couldn't walk or drive. Needless to say, this is not how I imagined my life as a new graduate. For the first time, I had no plan. There were dark times and hard weeks and months, but things began to turn around for me when I learned to fall in love with the present moment, to train myself through mindfulness and positive thinking to let go of the past and to let go of anxiety about the future. It can be very difficult to love the present moment when there's so much uncertainty in your life. Whether you've moved or starting a new job or you've fallen off a rock wall, It can be difficult to embrace the present because of fear of the unknown. But the truth is, we never truly know what our future holds. Life is always a little bit uncertain. So we've got to love the present moment no matter what and embrace the unknown. Through positive thinking, we can rewire our brains to focus on today and start fully enjoying our lives. We must focus our energy into everything we love about today, this minute, and the people surrounding us right now. To everyone listening, no matter what you're going through or what wild transitions life throws at you, I want you to know that you can get through it and that you have my support. Phil, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited to have gotten to be a part of it for a little while. Thank you so much. Thank you, Aaron, for your honesty and vulnerability. Uh, Sometimes our life doesn't happen the way that we thought it would happen. You know, and oftentimes when that happens, a transition needs to take place. And Erin speaks well to what helps you in your transitions. And she says to let go of the past and let go of anxiety about the future. 
And what I think is true about transitions is the reminders, the reminders about how out of control we are of our lives, of every little detail. Sometimes we just want to control it all. And the reality is when transitions hit and things need to happen, um, they're, they're hard and scary because like Aaron said, there's a fear of the unknown. But in order to walk through those transitions, also, as she says, is we need to embrace it. We need to embrace the unknown. And transitions can look a lot of different ways. You know, they can show up as health concerns. They can show up as changes of jobs and moving. And some of the biggest transitions are the transitions in our head. You know, she had this plan for her life. And she had to let her mind grapple and wrap around a new reality, a reality of taking it easy, allowing your body to heal. For me, uh, one of the big things, for me and my wife, I always thought we would have biological children, and, and that may still be in the cards. Giving you a little insight into my life, it hasn't happened for about five years of intention in this dream of ours. And a transition for us is coming to the reality of you know, maybe adoption is a part of our story. Maybe it's a route that we want to go down. And sometimes how our transition begins is with a question. Can we do this? Can I get through this? Can I wrap my mind around a new reality? And I'm thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for the community that is forming at internalmotivators.com. I'm also thankful for the people immediately in my life because the overwhelming answer to can I do this is very much often yes, a resounding yes. Why? Because there is support. And Erin finishes her recording by sharing her support. She's here to support you. And no better way to go through a transition than in the company of people who support you. Oftentimes transitions experienced alone are because of your own decision. Relationships come and go, but whether or not they are consistent really says a lot about how you come at them. Transitions are inevitable. Don't go it alone. And so we're not, you know, with an adoption. (laughs) And we've, we've, uh, we've made it known. We've made it public. And so many people have been supportive and want to come and do that journey with us. And it has been so surprising, to be honest. It's been so surprising to me. Of the support, and could you possibly be surprised as well by asking, Can I do this publicly? Putting it out there, and people giving them the opportunity of joining you and saying, You have my support. At the end of every episode, here we go. We decide to find a reflection of ourselves in the mirror. This is a practice that we do in the hopes of over time, as Aaron has also mentioned, neuroplasticity, that we can rewire our brain, that we can trust the, the research in neuroscience, that with enough positive messages coming into our head, the neuropathways can go through their own transition, transition into healthier ways of thinking. And we do that by refining reflection of ourselves and saying a positive affirmation to ourselves. And today's when you find time to do this, find a reflection of yourself and say this to yourself, to the reflection of yourself, looking at your vulnerable, open eyes. We say this, in the company of loving support, today I choose to embrace the transitions before me. And can you make it through transitions alone? Yes, a lot of people do that. A lot of people who are really 
adamant to, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to white knuckle it. Here we go. And sometimes that works. But it's also a much more lonely life. To invite others along in your transition is a much healthier way to approach it. And you have accountability and you have encouragement. You have support. And that, my friends, to find those kinds of people, those relationships, that's up to you. It starts with you. Oh, 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 oh